already. Oh, right. <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. Hopefully 2022 will be better, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's what uh, we keep telling given, ourselves. <laughs> given the present trajectory of human civilization, I expect this year will absolutely be better. Not like we've been on a downward trend at all. <laughs> we can only go up from here. That's not true. That's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, you know, cuz like we were we weren't here for it, uh, but a couple of the towns north of us just like literally burned down. I uh, saw that. Yeah, it's like we I like you know we we're seeing we were surreal cuz we're watching footage of this stuff from over we at my brother's uh, in Indiana and it was just like, "Oh gosh, I know all of these places." <laughs> like this is horrible. Uh, yeah. Thankfully, like the people we know that live there, uh, nobody's houses were just hurt or were damaged, uh, and nobody Good. was hurt. Thankfully, but it, yeah, like uh, it's been a weird, a weird winter. Yeah, winter, quote unquote, right? Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> it's fifty today. It's snowing today. I'm sure everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, normal? like before we left for. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, hon. I just say, yeah, this is totally normal, right? Like, not getting any snow in Colorado until, what, January, I yeah. think? And then, or, like, uh, end of December, yeah. You know, tornadoes in Kentucky. Just, yeah, totally normal things, guys. This is this is what yeah. <laughs> the planet is supposed to do. Quick aside on just, like, the concept of normal nowadays. Like, I was talking with a friend of ours, and he was telling me how, like, he... Well, he just made me realize that his eight-year-old daughter has lived a quarter of her life in the pandemic. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> Goodness. And, like, wearing a mask to her is like, it's like putting on your shoes because yeah. of that. And yeah, man. Normal, normal is not normal anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to have a whole generation that's like, masks and hand sanitizer are normal. Like, they're not going to do anything without hand sanitizer. <laughs> they're always going to wear masks. And they're probably all going to get really sick all the time. Because uh, yeah. they're just, like, always hand sanitizing. Well, not that you shouldn't wash your hands and stuff, but, yeah. I mean, watch, wash your hands, kids. Wash your no, hands. Wash your hands, <laughs> but don't over hand sanitize your hands, because you'll get sick a lot. Uh, yeah, your hands will literally dry up and fall off. Well, it's like what, what's this George Carlin always used to joke about how his like parents let him play in raw sewage when he was a kid, and that's like why he never gets sick. Oh uh, man, like that's what like he's one of the people who I wish was still alive today, just so he oh could God. see how people like co-opt his comedy and the things he said, and be like, "You people are fucking stupid, right? <laughs> what the fuck right. is wrong with you?" Yeah, right. It's like, you know, making fun of people for, like, flipping out over swear words is not the same thing as, like, uh, you know, like, complaining about cancel culture. Like, fuck off and stop, like, stealing my shit. Exactly. Exactly. God well, bless him. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, you are listening to the podcast whose name I can't remember anymore. Exo nice. It's a new year. Uh, you yeah. blank slate, forget everything, uh, you know, drink from the waters of the Lethe and just throw your uh, memories away. Yeah. Uh, you, you, so as Kayvon just reminded me, you are listening to Exo Friends on the Elder Millennial Network, the Exo Squad <laughs> podcast. Uh, I am David Hoyt, and in this new year, I am joined by uh, Kayvon Fashami and Lexi DeConing. All right. Well, we all and remembered it's... our names, so we're you know, <laughs> like putting the best foot forward here. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not that high. Uh, <laughs> yet. <laughs> okay. Um, so what, to bring in the new year, we decided to take a quick break from reviewing episodes in depth as we typically do. And we had a, well, I think last year, yeah, we had a really fun time with doing the uh, D&D class episode, talking about how who in the series would be what class in D&D. And since we always keep saying, man, what about a live action reboot or a cartoon reboot? In the vein of in the in the idea of thinking of a live action reboot, we wanted to do an episode where we're talking about uh, who should play who in said reboot, which is a surprisingly hard thing to do because, A, this cast is gigantic for an American cartoon at the time, at least. Yeah. And B, like, I had this idea in my head, at least, that, like, Kaz Takagi should be played by a <laughs> Japanese actor. <laughs> and I don't know any Japanese actors besides just Googling them and seeing a list of a bunch of things I've never heard of. Yep. Right. Who are young enough. Like, I can actually think of a few that are older, but who are young enough to play the role of a young like rookie pilot right now we had the same we had the same problem and i did like at one point i was like i'm just gonna google a list of like japanese and japanese american actors and see uh which is how i found out dean kane is japanese weirdly what (laughs) we're not inviting dean kane (laughs) (laughs) oh shame i'll take him off the list no but um No, I would I would absolutely not want to see Dean Kane as Kaz Takagi, uh, all the wrong energies. But um, yeah, apparently is Japanese. Uh, has a has a dad who was Japanese. His actual name is like Dean Tanaka. Hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who it, knew? It, well, you know, and that brings up a good point that like you don't you can you could actually hit that sweet spot, but like I feel like. I don't know if they don't like present outwardly as Japanese, you're right. you're kind of losing it a little bit. Like like you said, Dean Kane may be of Japanese descent, but from my reaction, at least you could probably tell I was like, nah. <laughs> right? I know I was surprised too. Well, it's like I mean, you know, not to go down a, a very uh, mm-hmm. sticky and tricky rabbit hole, but you know, race is one of these just kind of really dumb things that we've made up. Uh, and you know, like what, what is it really, you know, like if you're, what does it mean to be Japanese other than to be culturally Japanese at the end of the day? Cause it doesn't, I, yeah, I did, a, you know, just like read his Wikipedia really quickly after finding that out. And it doesn't seem like he really has like any connection to Japanese culture. His dad left when he was really young and his mom married another guy. And like, it doesn't seem like he has any connection to it whatsoever. So really like, what does it at the end of the day mean to be Japanese? You know, yeah, as I'm fond of pointing out, I'm as white as Barack Obama is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I too have a brown daddy from overseas. <laughs> like... Show me your birth certificate. Oh <laughs> right. Well, I actually do have it somewhere, um, but nonetheless, uh, yeah. So whatever, Dean Kane, Japanese of Japanese ethnic descent, whatever the hell that means. Um, but yeah, really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, to yeah. find. Uh, so yeah, we struggled with that one. I went for actors from the Asia or descended from people from the Asian continent more broadly, and uh, I don't know. We can chat about that when we get there. Yeah. 
Well, and so we 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 kind of made a list beforehand uh, before recording of like the order that we wanted to talk about, and we're going to go in like, kind of a nebulous order of importance and like screen time, but like characters that we really like. So like the the first one, and I honestly, there's a lot of there's a lot of times when like I think like okay, like Thrax and Phaeton, they probably share actors that could play them. Like, mm. I think that Michael B. Jordan could play a really good Thrax, especially Ooh. after seeing him as Killmonger. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. I don't. I kind of took this as an exercise in, like, casting all my crushes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. Me too. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how do I get Michael B. Jordan in this list? <laughs> but that's but, actually, that's like, a really good suggestion. I really like, I mean, the thing is, and again, for anyone listening, obviously this is just like purely an exercise in our inner mind theater, what this could look like. But like, there's no way you could cast this many characters with all of the like really great actors that we would want, right? Um, right. Just in terms of budget mean- and screen time. Like, Michael B. Jordan would be so good as Thrax, but it would also be a little bit of like a a waste if he didn't have a bigger role. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. It, it'd be like it'd be like you you'd be basically have to have the clout of like when they started the Harry Potter movies to do this. Yeah, where like you have literally all of the best actors that li- that were trained and lived in the United Kingdom in those movies, right? Yeah, in even in some bit parts, like you're never gonna pull that off for something like Exo Squad. But this is our fantasy, and we're doing it the way we want to. <laughs> exactly. All right. I like that. That was a good recommendation for Thrax, though. And and potentially for Phaeton, although, like, I guess we'll talk about Phaeton at the end, but I don't know. I was like... He, he would have... If he were to play Phaeton, he would have to convince me that he is much older than he actually yeah. is. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if Michael B. Jordan can do that. Like yeah, he is a... you need a certain degree of like I think like <laughs> Hitlerian gravitas to do Phaeton <laughs> because I mean he's obviously like he's a Hitler metaphor through and through as plenty of villains are but you would need someone I think that has a degree of gravitas charisma not to say that he doesn't have those things but like an older an older person's like the kind of gravitas and charisma you can't like develop uh, as a young you know you need to kind of like develop it over the course of a longer life. You know, like a George Clooney kind of degree of gravitas and charisma. Man, I didn't, I didn't throw George Clooney anywhere in my list. <laughs> yeah, I, I was saying that. I was like, yeah, I don't know where. Uh, maybe well, when we get to it, we can talk about it a little more. Maybe with a. Uh, um, actually, do we have Admiral Winfield on this list or Marcus? Uh, did I put Winfield on there? Wow, I completely skipped Winfield. Why, why don't Let's we? Let's put him after Marcus. All right. Okay. Why don't? But yeah, oh, maybe I a got Winfield character, yeah. but we'll we'll save yeah. it when we get to Winfield. Yeah. Okay. So, well, besides 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 that one recommendation, do you two have any ideas for Thrax? No, I honestly didn't get that far. <laughs> I stuck to the yeah, main I... cast and like one or two others. <laughs> I this spent was, a really long a time more... trying to figure out who Kaz was. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this ahead. was a lot more like time consuming than I thought it would be. Right? I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna come up with a list of actors, and then I started getting really serious about it, and I made a whole 
as you will see a document with um, descriptions of the characters' vibes and then pictures of the actors that thought captured the vibe. Oh wow! No, your list is way better. Like I just opened it finally. Your wow. yours is way better than mine. Yeah, you can also see because it's a Google document. If you use the little um, like I don't know, there's like a little headline or like bar thing on the left hand side where you can click down to each of the characters. Nice. So if you go to, I know we're going to talk about Amanda Connors next, and uh, I have a, I think I have a pretty good pick for her. Oh, um, yeah. So no, I did not have any recommendations for Thrax because I, like most well, it, fucking nerds at university, spent too much time on the thing that didn't matter, and not enough time like, completing the assignment. <laughs> like the qualities I was trying to think of for Thrax is like you got to be, you got to have like a a quiet intensity, yeah, but also mixed with like the ability to like be flexible and change yeah. because he's like one of the first major people we start to see and follow who's like, this war is stupid. It's going to kill us all. Right. And that's right. I think like someone too, who can kind of convey like a degree of just like um, sadness too, like a, that just sort of mm-hmm. ever present, just kind of just dour, not dour, but just like a certain, you know, like frustrated, sadness someone who like you know that something that comes out of not necessarily cynicism but the like severe disappointment of watching a cause that you believe in fall apart uh get subsumed under somebody else's megalomania and then just become this like losing genocidal war um you know which is i think some actors just don't have that degree of like that ability to express that sort of sadness but i think michael b jordan's like a really strong uh pick for that i do have a i have him elsewhere and i see lexi's also got him but uh yaya abdul mateen the second um i think is his full name uh he um i think he would also make a really good thrax i have him for somebody else and so does lexi Ooh. but yeah, yeah. Now, now that i now that i see the picture of him and i know who he is yeah he would be good yeah, he that guy like I mean just his face can radiate sadness <laughs> sometimes so, in a way that like I think Thrax's character uh, and how well his face is drawn a lot um, I think also can uh, so yeah okay oh, sorry so 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 for people who might not know because I w- I didn't know him by his name I knew him by his work uh, he if you watched the new Watchmen series. Mm-hmm. on hbo he was the guy who played spoiler alert dr manhattan yeah yeah and he was in the yeah. candy man film which was also incredible <laughs> top notch if you haven't he's, seen he's, it yet get out and see it tonight i i also feel like he's been in a bunch of other stuff because now yeah. that i see like see his face like just like on the screen and like i've definitely seen this guy yeah he's but he's he, in the new matrix uh oh that's see, right he played, us. he played morbius right mm-hmm uh, no, I don't know. Or, Whatever. We haven't seen the film yet, so I don't know if it's Morpheus or if it's a new character. But no, he is. He is Morpheus in the new one. I'm looking oh, at his okay. IMDb page right now. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he was in Us. Uh, I guess he was in Aquaman. Uh, I haven't seen Aquaman yet, but uh, I'm, I'm assuming he's in that. Uh, apparently, he was in the Baywatch remake. Uh, that was one of his first uh, <laughs> first films. <laughs> But yeah, I think he, you know, you talk about that kind of sadness and gravitas, uh, even though he's probably not any older than Michael B. Jordan, but he just, he radiates it really well also. But I think, I think Michael B. Jordan would be my like kind of strong pick for him for sure. For Thrax, yeah. yeah. Well, 
Yeah. One definitely one of those two. They would be both of them would be very good. And now that now that I've had his name put in my head, I'm thinking of what other roles uh, Yaya could play. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a, I think yeah, and Lexi's got one, so we'll we'll get to him. Yeah. Well, so let's let's move on to the next one then. Amanda Connors. I didn't even think about Amanda Connors. What did you guys put for her? <laughs> um. So my notes on Amanda Connors, the vibe, just say in it to win it gives broadcast journalism a bad name and is literally the worst. And the first actress who actually came to mind, um, maybe this is more indicative of what we've been watching, right? And like, who's on my brain, but uh, I believe her name is Mayanna Buring or Buring. She okay. is like, I think originally from Sweden and she is uh, in The Witcher as, uh, oh my God, what's that awful character's name? Uh to yeah, say it, to say it. Yeah, the 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 lead the lead sorceress. Yeah, right? the like the worst mom in the world sorceress. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm trying to post yeah. a picture, but it's not working. Um, but she's I don't know. She's got that kind of like in it to win it kind of vibe. Like she doesn't really mm -hmm. care about other people's feelings. Well, maybe she does a little bit, but I don't know. I feel like Amanda Connors is very. I don't know. She's driven by she, her own uh, desire. I, <laughs> Not not in try try trying not to think about it in a perverted way, but I could definitely see her in a boob pocket bikini. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, made of denim, <laughs> absolutely, with like um. a giant white wig or whatever. <laughs> I was actually just thinking the same thing. But uh, oh man, yeah, I uh, I think like and she's just I, like seeing her on The Witcher. I think she would be perfect to kind of play that, just like sort of like deeply amoral um you know yeah. like ends justify the means kind of character i was like yeah. i was kicking around as we were talking about because i didn't think of this i didn't think of amanda connor's uh when i was doing this yesterday but i was thinking like maybe someone like rada mitchell um mm. but i think yeah i think myanna burring is like probably yeah I, I think she's like born to play the role rada mitchell what is she in? Oh my gosh! Uh, you'll recognize her if you Google her. She's been in a okay. ton of stuff. She, she kind she's of in the she's Silent like Hill a... movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, no, I I recognize. Wait, was she the little girl in Man on Fire? No. No, she, she's too impossible. Old to I don't think she's okay. that. Oh yeah, yeah, she's not that young. She's that okay. young. Yeah. But Pitch Black is probably the movie that a lot of people would know her from. Uh, I, can, I can see that. Yeah, she was the like the the lead in Pitch Black. Uh, that spoiler alert dies at the end. Um, but yeah, and then yeah, of course Silent Hill um, and a bunch of other stuff. You know, you know, just because she played this type of role I recently, um, and it's the only reason I would ever put her into this. She did a really good job in this in this role where she is a like morning news show person and turning a blind eye to all the bad things that are going on there it's basically a parody on the matt lauer story nice. um and uh she she fits i think she could bring the right energy and she fits the uh you know kind of the profile that i would have of that of the character um god and now i can't fucking remember her name rachel from friends oh jennifer aniston Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yeah, does yeah, have yeah. Amanda Connor vibes, or she could at least, I think, pull off <laughs> an Amanda Connor vibe. She, yeah, she might. She might be too entrenched in trying to be like comedic for it to work. But I think maybe if she could pull out a dramatic role, she could. She might be able to do it. 
I think she totally could. Um, you know, and she could bring some of her like Brad Pitt uh, like ex husband energy uh, to the role. Um, yeah. Opposite oh, whoever plays Sean Napier. <laughs> like, I, I'm here for it. There, there we go. Sean Napier, Brad Pitt. <laughs> that actually, oh that's actually not a bad. Yeah. It's anyway. Not. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I don't have and I don't have Brad Pitt on my uh, on my list here. So yeah. Huh. A biggest spot for him. Uh, um, since well, you but, mentioned like kind of shitty people who portray shitty journalists in movies, also, and maybe for a second I thought you were going to mention uh, Renee Russo in Nightcrawler. Uh, Ooh. You know, yeah. she plays that like just like absolutely awful television news producer who like basically lets Jake Gyllenhaal literally get away with murder for their yeah. story. Um, you know, if we like Jake Gyllenhaal or uh, Ray- Renee Russo literally in Nightcrawler, like that character, more or less that energy as like, um, uh, uh, Amanda Connors, I think would work pretty well. Uh, and, oh, um, Chelsea Handler. Hmm. Not, not sure. Yeah, she's she's like a comedian who did talk shows a whole bunch, and I that's the only yeah. reason why I'm thinking about it. But she has like a biting sardonic wit uh, that yeah. could probably translate well into that role. Yeah, because I think you'd want that. You'd want her. I think like having some like scenes of her with Napier, um, where it's like mm. maybe like in the live action one they're still finalizing their divorce, so we see a little bit of them before the. Uh, invasion interacting mm-hmm. and then like you know we have some good scenes of them interact because you you definitely want that sort of just like wry sardonic like i'm so sick of you uh ex-wife <laughs> ex-husband sort of vibes yeah, yeah. It, it would be hard to picture her being like a bootlicker though yeah that, that that's 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 the one part where i'm having a trouble with actually a couple of these actresses because i don't i don't think i've ever seen any of them play a role like that which yeah. is why Alexi, your first recommendation is by far and away the best one that I think we've come up with so far for for this. For sure. Thank you. I did I did my research. <laughs> <laughs> I e I looked at lots of pictures of celebrities online. It was not very healthy. Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, so so moving moving on from Amanda Connors, James Burns. I didn't even think about him. What what, what were you guys thinking? This one was tough for me because, um, all right, so my notes on James Burns, and this kind of relates to my previous notes on Nara, but we'll get there in that order. So, also really loves Venus and his family, is willing to do what it takes, driven by trauma, uh, trying to get out of his sister's shadow and be his own man, question mark. Um, So my kind of two recommendations, I was going for like younger actors here who I thought could look a bit tough, but also look a little bit like almost out of their depth. Not that I think James is out uh-huh. of his depth, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think you could play up again. Like, Nara seems to be the one who, like, left the farm and went on to have this big military career. And James is the one who's kind of, like, thrust into it um, because of the death of his parents and the invasion on Venus and whatever. So, I picked Timothy Chalamet, but he might be a little bit too young and weedy. <laughs> but he's a really good well, actor, so... so I was like, I don't know. I would give him a chance. Um, I, I think... <laughs> I think I think because of because that's that's the guy from Dune, right? Yeah. yeah. I think because of what we saw him do in Dune, I mm. think he could definitely play James. 
Yeah. Yeah. And not just Dune. There's a movie called The King that's on Netflix that is, if you haven't seen, is worth watching. It's like a kind of fictionalized retelling of the uh, Battle of Agincourt during the Hundred Years' War. And um, uh, I think it's Henry II is the English king. Whichever Henry it is that's the English king at the battle, Timothy Chalamet plays him and, like, kills it as, like, a battle-ready warrior king. Like, yeah. this He's... is, like, a couple years before Dune, even. He's pretty rad at it. He's a very good actor, like a very accomplished actor, and very versatile, I think. Um, even though you wouldn't necessarily know it by looking at him. Like, I don't know. I was mm. like, okay, I could see him playing like a James, like yeah. a younger James to a kind of older sister dynamic. Um, my second choice was just a random one. I actually don't know what this person's acting is like, but I saw photos of him online and I was like, he's got the look, is uh, Harry Styles. He's also like another British pop star actor. Um... But I don't know. Timothy Chalamet is my first, my first choice. Yeah, I think he's a strong pick, and I mean he's not that young. He's almost thirty. So um, good God. <laughs> uh, well, he's like twenty-seven or something like that. I just looked it up. So might so, as well be dead. Yeah. And like with Timothy Chalamet, he's got like those really angular features, yeah. like the high cheekbones. The cheeks are a little bit sunken, like not in a bad way, but like he, I think. Because it's like one of the most strikingly grim scenes in. We haven't gotten to it yet in the show, but when she comes back to Venus during the at some point, like they've been starving and everything, and James mm. is like mm-hmm. um, really, really gaunt looking. I think you know a bit of makeup wouldn't be hard to kind of recapture that look on <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. To make Timothy Chalamet <laughs> look emaciated. <laughs> yeah. It's Just so put a hat brutal. On him. <laughs> Because when he comes out, it's like he looks like 40 years older, and he's like, uh, he just looks like an old man, and it's really dark. I think think old Shallowboy could do it. I think so. (laughs) All right. I'm here for it. Yeah, so that's my pick. My vote's for him. Did either of you have a pick for uh, James Burns? No, I didn't even have him on my my list of people that I was casting, which is, it's good that you did, because he is a really important character. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, maybe uh, who's the new Spider-Man guy? Uh, Oh, Tom Tom Holland. Holland? Yeah, maybe him. He might be a little too young, also. But like, I think a younger James, like, because like you know, assuming this is like a long series or something, having like a younger James that then like ages over the course of the show, Mm. uh, and goes from being like kind of a fresh face, like you know, like late teens, early twenties, to being like ground down and exhausted and worn out. Um, yeah, but I still think he'd probably be a pale shadow to Timothy Chalamet. I think he's. I think you, you've got it there. We were we were we were talking about it earlier. Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good choice. I mean, I, yeah. Probably probably not as good as Timothy Chalamet, but <laughs> strong contender. They're all good. You're all great, guys. If you're listening to the show, Timothy, Tom, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel. Just you know, we love you all. This is not a judgment. I love your work. It's great. I love your work. <laughs> I'm amazed you know what this cartoon is, and more, the, more so that you listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah if you're listening, right now. Please send me Dune merch. Um, anyway. Heck, All right, who's next? Um, who's next? Let's keep this yeah, moving. We got, well, we got, we got Sean Napier now. Uh, Brad Pitt. I so, we yeah, Brad Pitt. Know. There we go. There we go. So... I, I like Brad he Pitt, although would. when somebody said Sean Napier earlier before we started recording, immediately popped into my head Josh Brolin. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, just thinking of his, like, performances, Gurney Halleck and Dune, like, he's definitely just, like, that, just lift that out and drop it in. He's Sean Napier through and through. He, put, he, he played Thanos, too, right? Yes. 
I don't know. I, I haven't think seen those so. Movies. We I haven't watched those movies. Sorry. We are really you behind bet. on Marvel stuff. Uh, okay. Well, he if he is Lee Sean Brolin, yeah, I think he was Thanos. Yep, he was. Uh, so he, that that's where I would lift him up. That's the role I would lift out and be like, "Here you go." Like, yeah. not necessarily being Thanos, but like the idea of like this, uh, like hardened guy who yeah. is trying to do something really, really good, and that maybe necessarily doesn't want to do it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because no, I think like good. if you have like one word, if you had to just, like choose one word that would describe Josh Bowl and above all other words, it's grizzled, which is exactly yes. what yeah. you want for Sean Napier. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's probably the most good grizzled picks. actor in Hollywood right now. So there we go, folks. Sean Napier. Someone, someone get, someone get Brad Pitt and Josh Brolin on the phone. <laughs> See who wants to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next we have uh, everyone done with Sean Napier. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, next we have Jubail. Yeah. So I, I I did some Baca and then like the other two Jubail and Barca popped into my head just like without even thinking. Um. But so I have one that like is probably maybe a little too old to play the role, but maybe could still pull it off. And then one who I think is right around the right age, but he's a little more of an obscure actor. So I'm gonna start with the older one first. Danny Trejo. Uh, I think would be a Ooh, phenomenal yeah. Jubail. Yeah. Do you want Jubail to just be some like absolute hard ass like guy with a bit of swagger? Um, you know, like Danny Trejo's just like kind of menacing laugh and that smile that he can do, perfect. Yeah. We we know he can pull off the mustache. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's just like I think he's like born for that role. Uh, the other fellow, he's a little more of an obscure actor, but I think he he's got the same kind of energy. Uh, is a guy named Emiliano Rivera. Uh, who is probably best known as playing the boss of the Mayan MC on Sons of Anarchy. Um, oh, yeah. But he also just, like, mustachioed, strong-looking, tough guy um, who I think could, like, uh, do, like, bring a, like, not just, like, the kind of that sort of stuff that you would expect in Jubail, but I think also, like, kind of play, like, a pretty good three-dimensional, interesting character. Mm. Uh, there's a picture of him. But, yeah, I think, like, grow some hair. You know, or put him in a wig or something, and there's a, there's your Jubail. Uh, I'll throw out Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Oh. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Do you think Pedro's too nice though? Like, yeah, he might be. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay, again, Pedro, if you're listening, this is not a slight against you. I feel like he just he comes off as like a likable. <laughs> A more likable person. <laughs> You're and too likable, Pedro. <laughs> not, but likable. That's true. I guess, I don't know. I'm just like, is he like too too nice? He's <laughs> <laughs> likable, unless you're Rita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think, like, I mean, Pedro Pascal's like, he's played some, like, uh, tougher, you know, like, kind of killer sort of roles and stuff. Mm. Like, I think he okay. could make it work. Fair enough. Uh, I, but I, I'd uh, be I'm, here for it. I, yeah, he's the Mandalorian, I, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I'm that. sticking with Danny Trejo, though, just because yeah. I want Danny Trejo in my yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Jubail is like, he's just born to play that role. Yeah. Okay, okay. You like it? We're moving at a good clip. Um, any any other recommendations for Jubail? No. I think that's, it's one of those three, for sure. All right. Uh, Barca. Who are you thinking for Barca? <laughs> There's only one name that came to mind when I was like, because I, I, I'd, I'd gotten Simbaca, I had an obvious a choice that was to me just like obvious person that was born to play the role, and then Barca popped into my head. 
also obvious choice born to play the role john leguizamo <laughs> oh my god yes yes yeah I, mean, I think he's perfect it changed nothing just john leguizamo is barca he could do that weedly voice perfectly like he's a, the only character i think i can see as barca or the only actor i can see as barca i'm seeing him bringing the the energy he had in spawn yes! to that role <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, we're not gonna put him in a fat. We're not gonna put him in fat monster clown makeup. But that like same like the weaselly like oh I hate this guy. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, yeah, that's it exactly. Oh, uh, okay. D- done and done in one on Barker. Yeah, then, I think I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> uh, Li- Livia, Lydia. I always get it wrong. I think it's Livia. I think you're right Livia. with Livia. Yeah. Either way. Uh, I was think, I was thinking Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I I honestly didn't have someone on my list, but now that you've said Carrie Ann Moss, I'm like, yeah, totally. That's her for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think. Like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna say like she 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 has been a very good supporting actress in everything i've ever seen her in yeah Yeah. like from 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 the marvel netflix shows to matrix to some other things that i can't remember the names of right now (laughs) yeah i think and she's just like she's got the jawline for it i think Mm. she would and like just she can do stern faced really nicely i think she's like yeah number one pick for sure for uh livia yeah. Or, actually, I'm just gonna Google it now. If it's Livia, or Livia, it's Livia. Livia. Um, I checked the Exo Squad fandom wiki. God bless the people that run it. Um, make our <laughs> lives so much easier. Yeah, I think she's. I think she's number one uh, for sure. I did think I was like kind of as we were before you mentioned her. While I was just trying to think, uh, Gwendolyn Christie's name popped into mind. Uh, folks would probably know her best as Brienne of Tarth on the Lamentable mm. Game of Thrones series. Oh yeah. Yeah. Lamentable Game of Thrones series game. <laughs> All right, I mean, but yeah, she's honest. a good pick. Yeah, yeah. but I like Carrie. I, I like Carrie and Moss. Is just like uh, the heart, the set of that jaw, and just like the the kind of grim intensity that she can do. I think does Livia nicely. Moving on to Dr- Draconis, um, I'm thinking like you know actors who can pull off uh, a almost comically inept level of treason <laughs> uh and i i'm thinking like and i loved him in these movies the guy now i can't think of his name the guy who played the red-headed general star wars and which star wars i am uh the the newer the newer ones uh general hux uh oh. he was played he was played by Dom Domnal Gleason. Yeah. Uh, which for the for the most part you you would know him from those Star Wars films if you watch them. Uh he was also in at least some of the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Yeah, no I think he's a I think that's a great pick. Um mm. I think it's a really good pick for him. Um 
Yeah. yeah. I don't have any arguments there. That's a, yeah. I'm looking at photos <laughs> yeah. of him, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that. It's got weird <laughs> draconis energy. He he could he could he uh, you know when you're talking about Neo Sapiens obviously they're going to be completely computer animated or if I'm really like if I have a limited budget like the perfect practical effects suits right. I I'm certain that there are artists out there who could make a fully functional believable and like really good looking Neo Sapien practical effects makeup outfit yeah 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 I uh I'm here for it. Yeah, you would, I think the you heart, would want I th- at least like a combination of practical effects and uh, CG. I think because I don't know, I like, I think making them taller would be really difficult. But at least with like a lot of the face, like you can put makeup on a person and they can still act. I hope. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I'm not a professional yeah. they, they actor, would, so who the fuck knows? But I mean, Jim <laughs> Carrey managed to do it prosthetic. in The Grinch, uh, which apparently was like some of the worst makeup anyone ever had to wear. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'll, yeah, imagine if they can manage. The other name, maybe not for Draconis per se, or it could be one of the other generals. I know, like the, those generals are pretty hard to cast because they're all just sort of like one-dimensional, like you know, kind of kind of conniving, steving, scheming, scheming character sort of uh, archetypes. But uh, his name is Burn Gorman, who Burn. is probably most famous. Uh, one of his bigger roles, anyway, would be um, as Mertry on season four of The Expanse. Yes. The sort of sociopathic, um, uh, whatchamacallit, like kind of just corporate, you know, mercenary character. Um, I'm I'm putting him in as Typhonus. Okay. Yeah, I could do him as Typhonus. Yeah, I just like yeah. as, I, I as think one I, of them. Any, any of these actors could probably shift into any of the Neo-Sapien general roles. Yeah. Because they're all, again, like they're all kind of like, they're, they're very, they have very similar personalities. They're sort of, you know, just like sort of phaetons conniving underlings uh yeah but yeah i think he could i think he could do a strong turn as one of the generals totally but yeah hard to cast in general yeah. uh so so next after the generals uh, hollis the pirate yeah does it i don't i didn't have anything for him does anybody i honestly didn't think of hollis i don't know why the first person that came to mind <laughs> is someone from also The Expanse, but I think it's because their characters are really similar. Um, and now I can't for the life of me remember his name, so just delete this out. Um, I don't know. I What's actually a, didn't... Which character? Oh my god, the irritating one it... who dies by elevator. Diogo. <laughs> Diogo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, hang on. Let me, uh, let me <laughs> look up that actor's name. Um, but yeah, Diogo. I think whoever played Diogo on The Expanse actually would make a really, really good... Um, a Andrew really Rot- just fantastic. Rotilio. Yeah, Andrew Rotilio is his name, and there I think go. he would make a good a good Hollis. But again, maybe it's just because I've already seen him in a role that's kind of similar. Like Hollis is obviously a little bit more sympathetic, and doesn't, yeah. uh, you know, become. Well, an I think asshole. I think if it's that, I, I you know, assuming he's a good enough actor to you know shift from that role to that role, he he looks the part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, first season, Diogo is very much, like, Hollis. Like, when he's still likable, he is just kind of, like, a lovable pirate of sorts. So, uh, young, headstrong, brash, uh, overly, so the kind of over-self-confidence that comes with youth. Like, he does all that really nicely. Um, So, yeah, I think that's a great choice for Hollis. Okay. Cool. Uh, now, now, Now we're getting into the really 
like fun, meaty characters. Simbaka. Uh, there's only one option, I think, for Simbaka. Uh, as I was like, I, for for a minute, I was like, who the hell would play Simbaka? And I was like trying to imagine who would, who is flamboyant enough, but also tough enough, mm. uh, could rock like a giant silver mane and still mm. look like an absolute badass. And I think it has to be Javier Bardem. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't consider him, but I, I like. I, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing yeah. it. Think so. Like think uh, some combination of his pre- or portrayal of Anton Sugar in No Country uh-huh. for Old Men. Uh, some of the more like absolutely like bizarre bad guys he's played, uh, like in that Bond movie, and then also Stilgar and Dune, and just like kind of put all that together, and you. I think you wind up at Jonas Sambaka pretty neatly. Yeah. Okay. okay. I can see it. Yeah. Did you did you have any did you have any suggestions? No, uh, Lexi. I struggled. I thought about Sambaka and then I kind of just gave up because I was like, I don't know. But I think Kavon's I've, got a really good pick. <laughs> I I was thinking of older gentlemen who have who can play like tough roles, but also be like funny, mm. like really funny, and. Um, I had I had these three actors, Hugo Weaving, Carl Urban, or Giancarlo Esposito. Hmm. I like Carl Urban. I have to remember who Giancarlo uh, Esposito is. Uh, he is uh, the uh, the the chicken guy from. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know from that. But... Yes, of course. Yeah. No, no. The second I'm looking, I was like, I know exactly who he is. Not a bad pick. Uh, strong choice. Him or him or Carl Not, Urban in particular, just, I think. To, to clarify, because now I'm looking at the, when we say the chicken guy, we're talking about Gus from Breaking yeah. Bad. He was possibly, honestly, that show started to fall apart for me when he came in because I was like, this guy is just so much more interesting and compelling than Walter White, and I really want to know uh-huh. what his story is, and it kind of ruined <laughs> yeah. the show because he's so good. So yeah, I could definitely see him as a as a Sambaka. Yeah, but I think I think I don't think any of those three recommendations are as good as Javier Bardem, though. I think I think you're right, Kayvon. Javier Bardem definitely is leading that race by a couple <laughs> hundred feet for yeah. me. Yeah, I just I think he he's got the because he can be just like super flamboyant and deeply menacing in the same character, um, and like oddly charming. Yeah, yeah, like, which is like it's that's Simbaka perfectly. Like he's played a bunch of roles. I think just like fits a buck's personality really nicely yeah and he's got the look he's just got that look yeah. okay uh so we got our simbaka uh how about marcus this one was tough uh because i was like trying to think of like guys who can do a convincing like southern accent are a bit older can be imperious and commanding but also like absolutely uh just like nuts um and so the first uh and i think like it depends with this one it was also like kind of like uh just i went with actors that like uh, couldn't play the role either because they're a too old or, or dead uh but <laughs> the first one that comes to mind i think if you wanted to do marcus in slightly more of a comical manner is arlie ermy who folks would probably best know as the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket, but he's also he's like that old Marine who um, just like got an acting career because he was a drill sergeant and can portray perfectly yeah. a drill sergeant. Mm. Uh, I'll drop a picture of him in the uh, in the um, Discord here, but he 
uh, I think could do like a really good Marcus with like maybe a little bit of a comedic tinge to it, but also like just like loud, yelling, hard backed like military man who thinks he knows exactly what's right at all times and is like not afraid to trample over people to accomplish what he thinks needs done. Ooh, so you look familiar. Okay. Yeah. No, I know. I I I've, I knew who you're talking about. Uh, so he would have to do a lot of work to make me believe he was a character as incompetent as Marcus. Yeah, well I think I think he could pull it off because it's like Mar- it's not that Marcus is incompetent, it's that he's headstrong and he's absolutely unwilling to listen to um anybody else any reason once he's sort of set his course. I don't think he's probably not a bad commander at a certain level. Uh, he just doesn't have the overarching strategic brilliance that like Winfield does, which is why he's a captain and not an admiral. Um, but I think like in terms of that, just like kind of hard menace um, and like that, just sort of like absolute military discipline and all that sort of stuff that Marcus has. Like, I think he could any, and he, you know, Marcus is like, <laughs> he yells all the time. Like he has no other mode of communication other than yelling. And that's where I think like Arlie Army would pull that off really nicely. If um, that that's that's a great idea. I like yeah. I like that. Um, on on my list, I don't know if he can do a southern accent, but again, I've got Hugo Weaving. <laughs> um, J.K. Simmons. Ah, yeah. J.K. Simmons yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. yeah. I like that one a lot. I can't believe I didn't think of him. And, and my third my third pick because because of course he dies is Sean Bean. <laughs> I feel like we should just shoehorn Sean Bean in somewhere to die, um, as well, like, any character so, who eats it. So, so like, so like, you know, give give him give him Marcus's haircut, and like a kind of manic, desperate energy. And I think I think he could actually do it really yes. well. Yes, yes I think absolutely. Although, also thinking about Sean Bean as someone else who has like tragic face nailed down really nicely, I think Sean Bean could also be a strong Thrax. Ooh. Yeah, but he would live. Yeah. But he's lived through a couple of movies now, so I guess that yeah, would be yeah. like a huge break with tradition. Um, he might quite yeah. like his character to live. <laughs> like I get to live. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe if they were going to do a live-action version, they would uh, just subvert everyone's expectations and kill Thrax. There you if cast as Sean Bean. <laughs> yeah, he has some like dramatic death shaving, like um, like Marsala or something at the end of the show. That, I mean, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, the only other two people I had on my list, uh, I went with Tommy Lee Jones because he also can do like menacing okay. and Southern uh, mm. well. Uh, and he's got that kind of like straight back sort of military discipline feel. These are all for a Marcus that I think like it would be better to emphasize for me, I think, not his incompetence, but that just like sort of headstrong military discipline i'm always right it's arrogance is what makes marcus mm. and i think um i think tommy lee jones could do that i think arlie army might do it stronger but tommy lee jones jones might do it in a more serious manner like slightly less comedic uh and then the only other one that, that like popped in, the, in my mind is like sort of a, a, a like just a tangent one sort of but uh leonardo dicaprio if you think about his character in django take the kind of evil slave owner part of it out and just save the rest of that and that's kind of a marcus sort of feel also okay but, yeah i could see that i could see that yeah but kind of also long shot one like 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, my, my heart's with Ermi. Of course, he couldn't play it because he's dead. May he rest in peace. Uh, but, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so, so now having, uh, uh, unless Lexi, have you got any more recommendations from Marcus? Nope. I didn't All get right. that far. Now, <laughs> now, now having done Marcus, we can, of course, have to move on to Winfield. Heck yeah. Uh, so, uh, does anybody else have anything for Winfield off the top of their heads? Um, I w- only one repeat on mine. Uh, possible J.K. Simmons, but I, like now that I think about it more, I'm not really liking him a whole lot for Winfield. Yeah. Um, Clancy Brown, and you know, if you want to make Winfield really old, Ian McKellen. I like Ian McKellen. I think that is a good I could pick. be. And I think you know, there's a fantasy list for some of these people. I'm like, they might be past the point of playing these roles, but fuck it. Like, let them play it anyway. Yeah. And like, you know, as like a, as an old, uh, you know, you could have him framed as like an old admiral who was like on his last week on the job or whatever, when the, when the war breaks out and there can be a whole thing where he's like, I'm just too old for this shit. Oh. I need to retire. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No. So that made me think of Battlestar Galactica. Um, what's that guy's name? Edward James oh, Olmos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also very strong. I actually, yeah, I really like that's better than what I had. I like Edward James almost a lot for that. Yeah, Commander Adama. Um, um, he's just he's got it. You know, he's got it down. I was. What would what, you guys? What you guys have? I was gonna say for Winfield because he's like also strong, uh, military leader vibes, but very, like very likable. Patrick Stewart was actually the first person that came yeah. to mind for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. He might not Famous look like captain. the cartoon character, but I feel like we have enough. You know, I don't know. He could pull it off. Yeah, Winfield could, totally could be bald. And they also they don't have to look exactly like they do in the cartoon. I think yeah. that's also the opportunity to like reboot something is to make it look more uh, <laughs> contemporary. <laughs> oh man, way. what if what if you went for a complete Star Trek ripoff and had James Pat or uh... William Shatner? Well, no, oh, Patrick no. Stewart, uh, sorry. <laughs> Patrick Stewart, not James Patrick. What? Uh, Patrick Stewart is Winfield, and uh, Jonathan Frakes is Marcus. <laughs> he could, he could maybe do him. He's too nice, though. Jonathan yeah, Frakes he's has too like likeable. a nice face. I think he's just too nice looking to do. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's the eyes. Like he, you need, you need someone with like really hard eyes to play Marcus. Yeah. No. Um. So I okay. had. Like not in love with them. I really like Edward Edward James almost. I think, but uh, Liam Neeson could make a good Admiral Winfield. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you, especially you know, if his like... daughter gets kidnapped. Exactly. He's <laughs> like, you kidnapped my planet. I have a very special skill set <laughs> and a massive navy. I'm gonna come and get you. Uh, and then, but then, so him maybe Martin Sheen might be able to pull it off also. Uh, okay. He's got that kind of like leader of men sort of quality to him. I think a bit. Uh, especially older Martin Sheen. But I was thinking, honestly, if you wanted to do something kind of out of left field, uh, I think certain kind of more smooth brain people might complain, like Admiral Winfield was a man. Uh, but Sigourney Weaver could do, oh, I think, a bang-up yeah. Admiral Winfield. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She, yes, yes, she yes. probably could. I'm, I'm okay with gender flips yeah, in any it. of these roles, basically. Like, yeah. Yeah, for a couple of huh. them, I was like, you know what? Like, I just, like, I could imagine her in this role. I think she would be really great at it. She's got sci-fi chops, uh, you know, like just Ripley Winfield, like here for it. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 
Okay. So it sounds, sounds like we've got at least a few good Winfields there. Mm-hmm. Um, now I really want Sigourney Weaver to be in this somewhere. <laughs> right. uh, so move, so now we're getting into the actual Able Squad. Uh, I'm, I'm starting off with Kaz because he was the hardest <laughs> one because I don't know who any Japanese actors are. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I feel like I kind of failed on this one, but I also feel like how is it that as a culture, I found a bunch of Chinese American actors uh, and Chinese actors, Korean American and Korean actors, uh, but nobody. I found a Malayan guy that would work. Now I can't remember who it was, but I, I, who? Yeah, I, who do we have? Like on the that's all, you know, there's older. There's like Ken Watanabe. There's some older folks. I think that like have like kind of the like you know again like older guy gravitas thing that is absolutely not what you want for Kaz Takagi. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Tough ones. So what did you guys come up with? Actually, let's. I want to see Lexi's really cool. Um. Yeah. Look at my. Yeah. Look at my documents. So my notes said like for the Kaz Takagi vibe. Uh, maybe this is just me projecting. Uh, whippersnapper for sure. He's a hotshot who probably loves Top Gun. If people are still watching Top Gun in the future. Oh, he definitely um, is, yeah. He needs a strong role model, like especially I feel like a strong male role model in his life. Um, and then he would be willing to learn and mature if given the structure, but otherwise he's just a whippersnapper who loves Top Gun. Um, but he obviously also has extreme piloting skills and is like very talented at what he does. Um, and I agree with you, and I feel like we don't have to go on a tangent about this, but to me this was kind of an eye-opening ex- experience in terms of like, wow, like my knowledge of not-white actors is very limited in some ways and then my knowledge of like Same. asian and asian american actors is very limited and then when you start really drilling down and being like okay who are japanese american actors we could turn to yeah like kevin said there's just like no one young enough there's no like I young can... up-and-coming japanese timothy chalamet if i can put it that way sorry to say it can, in those terms but i yeah. can name in in that in that same thought i can name a couple of chinese american actors I can name a couple of Korean American actors, but I cannot name a single Japanese American actor who is anywhere near age appropriate. Right. Yeah. Right. So it was it was really tough. So I kind of cheated and I just did some googling and I found a guy who just from the look alone, like I think, has the right. I don't know appearance if i can put it that way like he has the look of someone who could play kaz takagi his name is kentaro sakaguchi and according to the googling that i did um he's quite famous there and he apparently also has quite quite a wide range like it looks like he's been in some rom-coms some drama like a police procedural tv show um so i don't know it felt like a bit of a weird like cop-out because i was just like i don't i don't know this guy's acting but i'm just going on some pictures and some googling (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, the the only the only name I could come up with was someone named Kento Yamazaki, who I only know from recently watching like one or two episodes of Alice in Borderland mm. on Netflix. Uh. I, and that that was it. That was it. But I, I think like uh, if we didn't if we didn't want to make like actually make Kaz Japanese, who who would you put in? Yeah. Um, so I had I I kind of cheated a little bit and I was like okay let's just broaden it out to the broader East Asian region uh, and I was thinking Stephen Yoon. I was thinking him as well. Might be a, a strong one if you kind of get a get him a little bit younger because he's right now he's played like you know like uh, immigrant dad in that one movie whose name is escaping me at the moment and stuff but like Stephen Yoon first episode of Walking Dead could do Kaz Takagi I think really nicely. 
Um, yeah. And then, like, not in love with him, but I just felt like I had to come up with somebody else. John Cho, another kind of Korean-American actor, mm-hmm. uh, yep. could also be another possible choice. It's just, like, they're, yeah. they're both good actors, but again, I think that if we were trying to go for, like, people who are acting contemporaneously, just, like, those... they're they're both too old now, right? Like they they don't have that kind of whippersnapper <laughs> feel anymore yeah. because they're actually adult men, <laughs> yeah. or like if, you know mature men. Um, it if I could if I completely remove the 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 race ethnicity mm. part of it, the, I I'm going straight for Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, as a whippersnapper okay. who loves Top yeah. Gun, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I love him as Spider Man. Um, he's playing whoever the main character is in the Uncharted video games in that movie. Somebody Nathan uh, Drake. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, I've never played just, those games. They're not great, uh, but yeah, that's it. That's him. Yeah, uh, I, that that's my. If I don't care about any of that other stuff, it's Tom Holland. Yeah, I could see Tom Holland uh, being a being a strong one for that for sure. Um, yeah. The only other person I can think of, and this is another long shot, I think, like, the Lexi's guy, if we're going Japanese, like, Lexi's guy, I think, like, looks, has the look. The only other person, I've seen him in a movie, um, and I think he might be decent, is the guy who played, his name's Yoshinori uh, Okada, but he played uh, the lead in this movie called I Am Here, I Am a Hero, which is a, it's like a Japanese zombie movie. It's really fun if people haven't seen it. It's a really just, like, great time. It's about, like, a kind of down-and-out uh, manga animator who winds up in the zombie apocalypse in Tokyo and uh, kind of he's a younger younger he's older uh, older actor but he plays like a younger looking guy in it and plays him pretty convincingly and could be a good yeah. one. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm seeing his pictures now. He he definitely I, I I certainly believe that you could get the makeup to make him look that young. Yeah. Yeah. Um but that's yeah, that's it. Not a not a not a deep bench sadly. Uh, for a bunch of probably shitty cultural reasons, but alas, <laughs> yeah. Well, we do, we do, we try to do better every day, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on from Kaz, uh, Rita, hell yeah, Torres. Mm. This one was difficult and easy in a weird way, right? Oh. Because you, there's there's a bunch of really easy answers, right? Yes. Yeah, like you can just Google Latina actresses and pull like a bunch of names, but I really wanted to find actresses that like could capture the vibe. So again, you know, my vibe for Rita, my notes came down to fuck around and find out. Career soldier dedicated to the cause. Seems like a fighting machine, but has squishy feelings deep inside. Um, and I don't know, again, maybe this was like too easy a choice, but my first thoughts were like Michelle Rodriguez because she has mm-hmm. played this kind of role of like, the tough um kind of action woman but she also yep. like has a sense of humor uh she has like a softness that she can portray as well so i don't know i thought like she was the obvious choice yeah 100%. i don't know if either of you had michelle rodriguez for this role <laughs> yes the first choice. i did yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's the it's the first choice that probably came to everyone's mind like... um yeah, my second choice maybe a little bit less obvious, but I just I like her look and I think she's got also like that kind of like serious toughness that she could portray in this role is um Mexican actress uh forgive me if I mispronounce this, I'm still learning Spanish. Mero Herm Hermesilo. 
uh, Seal, actually, okay. sorry, my bad. I'm learning how to pronounce double L's. She was okay. Enadina Arellano in Narcos. Basically, if you've watched okay. like season two or three of Narcos, um, she's like one of the uh, Mexican cartel families. And I don't know, you'll see from the pictures, like she has like a really intense kind of face. Um, she's like a very handsome woman, I would put it. And that's what I wanted for someone like Michelle, I mean, for Rita Torres, because she's not like traditionally feminine or like pretty in girlish ways, but she's like got a really like strong, handsome face. And I don't know, that's what I was mm -hmm. looking for. Yeah, and yeah. in in Narcos, you know, she brings like a, a lot of intensity. Um, you know, you could be convinced that she's capable of brutality if it need if needs be. Totally. Um, and I think like yeah, I think she would make it really. I actually really like her. Mm. As of just looking at the pictures that you have here too, there's one where she just like has this really intense stare, and I think like I think she would be a great Rita Torres personally. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I did have one other one. Um, that also, she's probably too old now, uh, but if you got her in, like, in her prime, I think Jeanette Goldstein uh, is also, would be, like, kind of a perfect Rita Torres. Uh, audience might best know her as, or as uh, Vasquez in Aliens. Uh, the, like, yes. kind of hard-nosed, uh, I don't know what she is, a like corporal or sergeant or whatever she is, but, yeah, like, the kind of hard-nosed, tough uh, marine, space marine, like, I think she would pull off. So, uh, yeah, I just think uh, Jeanette Goldstein, um, you know, Vasquez, uh, for, you know, if you grew up with uh, the Aliens franchise, Vasquez is just one of these, you know, kind of iconic characters that is very much a sort of Rita Torres type character. Mm -hmm. I, and, uh, I yeah, Jeanette that, Goldstein, man. I thought that Torres was kind of not cribbed. I don't want to, again, I don't want to take credit away from the writers of um, the show, but I felt like, yeah, like this is very much a parallel character <laughs> um from, like torres's energy yeah like torres and vasquez have like a lot of similarities maybe not in the way they look yeah. but in terms of both being like very masculine tough women um fuck around and find out energy i don't know yeah uh obviously the genres of terminator 2 i mean not terminator 2 the she's genres in terminator of, like, 2 also she is i know that's why i'm getting confused <laughs> aliens and like Exo Squad are very different in terms of genre, but the characters feel really similar. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, actually, now that you said Terminator. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Ter Terminator Dark Fate. Who is Mackenzie Davis? Oh. McKinsey. Did you did you see the the last Terminator movie that came out? I yes. did. Yes, and thought it was actually probably the best one since the second one. Uh, Fu the the future lady. Uh-huh. Actually, <laughs> the future lady, mm, yeah. She's Narburns, actually. Yeah, you're right. She's you're right. You're I right. was like struggling a little bit. I came up with some decent Narburnses, but now that I'm looking at her, uh yeah, I think she's my like would be my top pick for Nara Burns. Yeah. yeah. Uh other other uh kick-ass women that I was thinking could play Rita, uh Zoe Saldana. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, who that is. Guardians of the Galaxy, Gamora. Uh, Gamora, like the Italian movie Gamora. No, like, like oh, that's, like that's the, the Green Lady name. Gamora from. Oh, <laughs> she was she uh, was an Avatar, um, and I'm trying to think what else you would have seen her in. We're, Sorry, we're... I, I watch I watch Italian films, not your lowbrow pleb comic book movies. <laughs> I I'm gonna admit that my first kind of uh, crush on Zoe Saldana started with Center Stage. That's how old and lame I am. 
Uh, <laughs> whatever. It's a great movie. If you like dance movies, Center Stage is lit. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, also, uh, I had I had two more. Um, not caring about you know the whole ethnicity thing. Haley Atwell, I think she could play a very good kick-ass character. Haley Atwell, I don't know if I know her either. Uh, Agent Carter, in Marvel movies. I am. So we I do not am watch just Marvel really. Movies. <laughs> And okay, not because okay, I okay. think I'm better than like people who watch Marvel movies. I just really haven't gotten around to it now that there's like a thousand oh, okay. of them, and it's like a you have to she, have like a PhD to understand how they all interrelate. I uh, you probably there's there's nothing there's hardly anything that you probably would have seen her in besides those okay. besides besides being Agent Carter. Uh yeah her her entire her entire career from like Captain America the year Captain America came out onward is just Marvel 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 Marvel. Oh yeah, I mean she's probably um, making like a billion dollars doing it. Yeah, uh, I wish I had a better example of her, but she plays she's she's she plays a kick-ass lady uh, in those movies. Um, and uh, my last one, I don't know if she actually is a good enough actor to do any of this, but I'm a huge Grey's Anatomy fan. Don't, don't hate. <laughs> it's yes. one of the best shows on TV. <laughs> um, Sarah Ramirez. She played uh, a character on Grey's Anatomy for a really long time. And when, when she first got introduced to the series, like her, her shtick was that she could beat the shit out of you <laughs> if she wanted to. Maybe right. I need to watch like, Grey's Anatomy now. Cause I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> That sounds amazing. She, she, yeah. So, like, I if she has any acting chops beyond playing that one character, which is the only thing I've ever seen her in, I think she could be good at it. She got the look for it. Um, I think huh, she was in the the not the original, but the two thousand two Spider Man as cop at carjacking. Oh my goodness! And in well, Chicago listen, as female ensemble, everyone has to start somewhere. So fucking good for her. Yeah. Um, I, I, what's one more Spider-Man movie than I've been in? <laughs> she went to Juilliard. <laughs> See? Yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, moving on from Rita, we go to Maggie. Okay. Maggie was a little tougher at first Ooh. for me, but I'm curious who okay. did who did you have, Lexi? All right, so my notes for Maggie, and this once I wrote the notes, that was the thing. I put like three bullet points for every character, and then it was a lot easier to come up with an actor or actress to like match the vibe. So my notes really for Maggie were no nonsense attitude with a quick wit equals deadly clapbacks. Um, tech savvy, probably a gamer girl in her spare time. Boss bitch, but we'll look out for you. And so, like, my number one pick for that is Alison Brie, who... Mm, okay. Like, I don't know. I feel like in Community... Um, I can't remember what the character's name is now. Anne, Annie, whatever. Like, she plays a kind of, like, maybe a little bit too sweet. But since oh seeing her God. in Glow... Like, I love Alison Brie. I think she's actually a really great actress um, who deserves a little bit more accolades than she gets. Like, that, she's excellent. That's, <laughs> that's the girl from Community? Yeah. Yeah. She's, wow. been, she's been in a bunch of stuff and I think she's done some voice acting as well but like I, I'm i a huge fan of Glow um, I'm sad that I think Netflix is not making more of it 
So I don't know. She was like my number one Maggie because I think she has that kind of no-nonsense attitude. She can be really funny and witty, but also like, I don't know. Uh, again, I don't want to say like soft and emotional, but I think she can capture like that array of emotions and characteristics. And then mm. my second choice was Constance Wu, who I also just really like. I don't know. Again, I just cast all my crushes, really. <laughs> <laughs> But I was trying to think, also, if you were trying to diversify the cast, right, like, um, I think, like, Constance Wu could play a good Maggie as well. Yeah, I could see that. 100%. I could see her as that. Yeah. I, I'm familiar I'm familiar enough with her work to be like, mm, yeah, yeah, sure. She was great in Hustlers, like, fuck. <laughs> um, Who did you guys I have? Had, I had, uh, you know, I'm actually good. I, I had Katie Sackhoff and Haley Atwell, but now, like, hearing these other recommendations, I don't like them for, for yeah. this role. Maybe Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> maybe Katie like, Sackhoff. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Uh, actually, she'd be a better Rita. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I uh, for, okay. Oh, for, but for, 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 for what I think are good recommendations for Maggie, uh, Rosario Dawson or Kristen Stewart? Yes. I had Kristen Stewart also, uh, especially off of her performance in Underwater, uh, which did mm-hmm. not get a lot of did not get a lot of um, uh, kind of or wasn't wasn't like a widely watched film I think, but uh, was was good, and she plays very much like a mechanic kind of in a underwater sci fi sort of setting. So yeah, and I can I can hear everyone listening to this podcast rolling their eyes and being like the girl from Twilight. Oh no, Ugh. no! Listen, <laughs> the nice thing about being an adult is that you can actually get past bullshit like that i'm sorry i'm just gonna say it and i'm probably gonna alienate like 25 of the 50 people who listen to this podcast but like i had the same feelings about Kristen stewart and um oh my god what's his name the one who plays edward <sighs> yep that yeah. actor yeah and then I, I, when you yeah. actually like give people a chance to act with good directors with a good script with good characters like i think both of them are far more accomplished actors than people give them credit yeah. for like i cannot wait to see him as batman Sorry, total tangent, but like, no, I think he's going to be good as it as well. Yeah. Uh, well, but go, like, go go watch Kristen Stewart in American Ultra. Go watch her in Into the Wild. Mm-hmm. Go watch her in like uh, Adventureland or Camp X Ray, and you'll see probably one of the best actresses in that age range. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Think. Underwater also, I mean, like, it's a, it's, again, not a kind of overlooked horror movie, but she's really good in it. She's, like, probably the mm-hmm. kind of crux of the film. She carries the yeah. whole thing, and she's great. And she's tough. Um, ah. You know, she can play tough really well, which you want with Maggie. She can, I think she can do gearhead nicely. Like, she's mm-hmm. phenomenal for it. She also, she played um Joan Jett in the Runaways movie and was fantastic. Didn't she did, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Again. Yeah. Anybody else? I, I haven't seen this yet, but I'm also seeing that she played Princess Diane in yeah. some supposedly pretty good movie. Huh? There you have it. It's yeah. Uh, so yeah, the those 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 two are uh, Rosario Dawson is just amazing. She's she's great in everything she does. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think like Christmas is probably my top choice. I also had Jennifer Lawrence. Um, just also trying to think mm, of like yeah. tough. Um, tough, kind of tougher women that I think would play that role really well. And then this is also like if we could go back in time, uh, Kate Blanchett maybe. 
Mm. Um, like Kate Blanchett in her like late twenties, early thirties, I think could do a really nice Maggie Weston also. Totally. But I think I'm, Chris is my top pick. I'm seeing Kate Blanchett as a gender flip Simbaka. <laughs> I can do that. Also. Yes. <laughs> oh, I could I could get into that for sure. With the big hair, totally. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, that would be great. She's she did she was so good in Thor. If you, I know you guys haven't seen the, no. the the Marvel movies, but go like if you don't watch any other of them, like you can watch it completely separate. Go watch Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Okay. Because that was the point when someone was like, looked at the comics and was like, wait a minute. We have all this weird, like, space Viking lore that's been built for years and years and years, and we're not using any of it, and they just let Taiko Watiti loose. Oh, okay, cool. And <laughs> he he made one of the best Marvel movies. But. Oh, yes. But anyways, uh, so we got our Maggies. Uh, Alec. Uh, I had this some was fun a tough one Alec. for me. What did you have, Kayvon? I actually... Well, what uh, what I was going to say is I've looked at your recommendation, Lexi, mm. and I, yes. Okay, so I'm going to let you present it. I blew, <laughs> I blew it out of the water. All right, so my Alec yeah, De, Leon, you definitely did. De Leon vibes notes. A nerdy guy turned cool guy probably owns three different protein powders. Um, also used to be a thief in France, according to the fandom wiki, so he's edgy and has a past. Espionage and communications expert, probably good on Tinder, uh, which led me to Dev Patel. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a strong one. Because he's kind of like smart and suave and I don't know. Yeah, I was like, Dev Patel could do this role really, really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I could, e- I could even buy him as like, you know, kind of like a Moroccan French guy. Yeah. 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 That could Whatever. work really nicely. Hell yeah. I mean, it's not like the actual cartoon Alec Delion is French in any way. Let's just put this right. out there. Like, we're trying to cast <laughs> according to the ethnicities and nationalities that we think these people are, but, like, everyone who's not an Australian is American in this cartoon. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to put in a French person for that, and I put Lambert Wilson, cause, <laughs> but he's way too old. He He's he's the Merenginian from the matrix oh the merovingian yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, merovingian yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah if you got him younger but yeah i'm here for it yeah yeah um and then uh gender flip florence Pugh. oh uh, you guys yeah is that is that, is that how you say her name Pugh. 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 i think you say Pugh, Pugh. i guess yeah Pugh. it's english yeah, I, I think ah. she, i think she could be really good yeah so it's uh, the gal from midsummer yeah Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. I could get. I could get behind Florence Pugh in that role for sure. And she's really funny. Like her her work after Midsummer. Oh my god, she's so fucking funny. Um, oh yeah. Uh, also, a guy. I, I'm not sure a lot of people know who this is. Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, I don't think he's a. He's not a bad choice at all. Um, you know, because he's in. Um, what was that movie about, or that TV show about the murder, um, the killing? Isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, yep. I can see Joel Kinnaman doing that. He he's also he's also the star of the first season, at least I think he is, of um, 
Altered Carbon? Wait, is that him? Oh Joel gosh, Finn I don't know. I haven't Altered watched Altered Carbon. Carbon. Probably should, because I've heard yeah, good things. I, yeah, it is. The, fir the first season's really good. The second season's okay. okay. But yes, highly recommend. But anyways, yeah, he's from... Yeah, that's where that's where I think his best role that I've seen him in is in Altered Carbon. But I thought he could I thought he could probably pull off Alec. Yeah, yeah, not too bad at all. Yeah, I can see it. So I had okay. uh, I was kind of catching around, and you'd probably want him younger, but like maybe Nicholas Costerwaldo or however you pronounce his name, um, the guy that played Jamie Ken or Jamie Kennedy. Goodness, Jamie uh, Lannister. On again the the oft lamented oh. um, as a possible one. So I wasn't like super in love with it, but I was just like trying to think of like blonde actors that like could probably pull that look off. And yeah. like he comes to mind just in the look. Um, I don't know. He might be able to do the spirit of Alec Deli on justice. I also I he, oh go ahead. I was gonna say Alec is cocky enough mm. that if he brought that Jamie Lannister energy to it, yeah. I think that could work. I think he could pull it off. Um, this one's probably, I see Lexi's got him somewhere else, and this is probably going to be a controversial choice, but I think Adam Driver really could do a nice <laughs> Alec Deleon. Uh, you talk about a guy yeah. who, like, looks like he probably used to be kind of nerdy, but he's, like, super suave now. Yeah. Um, and, like, he's definitely doesn't have the look as well, although maybe you could dye that hair blonde and he wouldn't look ridiculous. Um, but I think he might be a decent, I think he might be able to pull it off pretty well. I think he could, too. Yeah. Totally. And then lastly, yeah, if we are going with the French connection, uh, I think, uh, again, you would have to get him when he was younger, but Jean Reno, uh, who, uh, especially just thinking in particular the professional, because uh, the professional is like his character, Leon, in that movie is very much <laughs> like Alec Deleon, and his name is Leon, actually, so there you go. There you go. It's okay. meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as someone that. who's like, you know, he's good at creeping around. He's an assassin. Like, he's good at gathering evidence or, you know, intelligence and whatnot. Like, you know, so he's king of the stakeout and all that. I think, like, I think John Renault might be able to, if you, again, could go well, any time. So, like, even, even if you didn't age him down too much, what if you just kind of change the relationship? between Alec and some of the rest of the squad? Mm. Like, what if he's just that old war horse in intelligence that never moved on from that position? Yeah. 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 I could, you know, he could pull it off pretty nicely. He's like the guy that always gives them their mission briefings and stuff and, like, has all the information and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, you can nail it. That's a good, that's a good suggestion. I like that pick. Um, okay. Uh now on to now on to well, I think a, everyone's favorite, uh, Wolf Bronski. Who should play Wolf Bronski? I am intrigued to see what you guys came up with. Am I going first again? Uh, uh, oh, I'll go first. I'll go, go first. I'll go go first. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, Michael Chiklis, uh, kind of that big tough guy but friendly energy. Yeah. Um, I didn't think of him. And uh, David Harbour, the guy from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like both of them uh, a lot. Uh, Chicklist especially, <laughs> I can see doing, like, just, like, a good wall vulgar, like, um, yeah, for sure. Uh, I thought, like, Tom Hardy, honestly, I think. Yeah, I think all three of us had Tarm Hardy that, on our list. That was my suggestion, especially because I looked up some 
pictures of Tom Hardy. Like, I know he can do the heartthrob, whatever, handsome hunk thing. And, like, he is. Don't get me wrong. Again, Tom, if you're listening, it's not a slight against you. But I think what I've always liked about Tom Hardy was that I saw his, like, MySpace photos. And he comes off as a bit of a goofball in real life. And I think he could, yeah. like, get that Wolf Bronski kind of look of being, like, a little bit schlumpy, a little bit out of shape, but is actually, like, tough as fuck dad bod. Um... Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of charming and, like, gritty at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. Tom Hardy was my only pick, but I really like David Harbour. Um, yeah, yeah. As you suggested. Big time. You know, you know, you know what just saying Tom Hardy made me think of? Mm-hmm. And this guy for any one of the three uh, Neo-Sapien generals? So you're backtracking a little bit. Andy Serkis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... For any of those three. Andy Because Serkis he's been working with anyone. Tom Hardy a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Listen, you just put him that's in a motion true. capture suit, and Andy Circus can play fucking Queen Elizabeth. Like <laughs> the the only reason why I just thought of that is because we were talking about Tom Hardy, and those two have been working together a whole lot yeah. in the past like five years. But but yes, Tom Hardy is on all three of our lists. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's like he's probably your top choice. Um, yeah. yeah. If we could go back in time, I do have two kind of eighties options that i think mm. also would make strong okay. bronskis uh dolph lundgren yeah uh is is basically wolf bronski <laughs> in a lot of ways especially uh especially especially in some of his marvel roles too yeah so good <laughs> i so i just i feel like dolph lundgren could pull it off if you if you could get him a bit younger he doesn't even have to be that much younger like expendables arab um yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren is like Wolf Bronski perfectly. The other one yeah. uh, you would definitely have to get a time machine because he sadly left us is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Who again, like uh, I think, has a very limited uh, filmography. Most of what's coming to mind is the John Carpenter film They Live, which slaps mm. if you haven't seen it, and Hell Comes to Frogtown. Uh, but also just Classic. like he's a, you know, he was a, a like popular wrestler in the 1980s. Uh, he's also actually, if you watch, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's, um, was it the maniac is his name? The yes. old wrestler guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's the maniac on there. Also strong Wolf Bronski energy, I think. Um, so, uh, you know, just kind of like if you could have a dream team sort of set of picks, I think Lundgren and, and Roddy Piper are, uh, both mm. strong choices. Um, you know who we we I think we might have skipped a couple people like I didn't put them on the list for some reason, but we haven't talked about a, a uh, sorry uh, were were you done with yeah your yeah I'm good stuff? I'm good yeah. okay yeah yeah sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt that so <laughs> oh, abruptly but we didn't talk about any jump troopers uh, and yeah I, it, we we got uh, like um I think I think the two we should talk about are uh, Colleen O'Reilly. And uh, Avery Butler. Yeah. Yeah. So, Colleen O'Reilly, I'm going to tap some of my some of my other picks. I'm putting Haley Atwell in her spot now. Okay. Um, yeah. I think she, she would be very good for that. Um, it, and that that's really the only pick I had for that. Do, do you two have any else off the top of your head? Uh, I was thinking Cerise Ronan. Sorsha, I think it's pronounced. Is that how you is that how you pronounce that? I'm so sorry. I think it's actually pronounced Sorsha, but all right. I may be mistaken, but I think that is the the Celtic pronunciation. (laughs) You are probably correct. 
Um, well, and she's Irish, so you know that works. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you okay. know, it's, you know, like with the Irish accent and everything would make a really nice. It, yeah, I really I love her for Colleen O'Reilly. The more you oh. mention it, yeah. Is she the main character in Lady Bird? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, that's probably definitely. probably one of her biggest recent roles. I think. Um, she was in some. I think some. I think she was like a kid actor at one point early on, and then she like is like branched out into more like serious drama and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I think I think she could do it pretty nicely. Uh, Avery Butler's mm. tough. Um, I think like again, if you could go back in time, uh, like like Keith David would be a really would work really well for me. He might he might do well now. Yeah, like, actually, like get, just put it, put him on a tough workout regimen for like a year and a half and make him super buff. Just have Keith David walk out and do it. I think he could. Honestly, yeah, you know, you could probably still have him doing it now. Uh, hell yes, hell yes. And you know, he was in. Uh, they live with Rowdy Roddy Piper. So if you had Rowdy Roddy yeah. Piper's Bronski, it's uh, it's a match perfect. Made uh, my my my. I think, and I think they're super obvious picks. So, like, no surprises. Uh, Idris Elba, mm. or mm. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking butcher this name, Marhashala Ali. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, here for it because he he also plays a um, way back early on in his career he was on this like not great show called 4400 but he was phenomenal on it as like Mm -hmm. i think he was like a cop or something or like fbi homeland security type guy or something um so i think like he could he definitely can like do authority figure like kind of um leadership role i think pretty well uh the only other one that oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say again he's also just like really talented really versatile actor yeah, for sure. Uh, the only other one that comes to mind, also just thinking of Aliens, uh, is Al Matthews, who played Apone, the, mm-hmm. the squad leader mm-hmm. for the Space Marines. Um, yep. Also, I think, like, just, again, like, just lift that character and put him in Avery <laughs> Butler's place, put a cigar in his mouth, and we're sorted. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I think there's, like, yeah, there's a lot of, I think there's just, like, a ton of good options for Butler. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's uh, sorry to derail the the main squad, no. but I, I I just like we has to talk about Avery Butler because yeah. uh, he's great. Um, okay, so we 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 just finished Bronski. Now we're on the Nara. This one was t- tougher for me until you mentioned. Um, oh my goodness, Mackenzie, what's her name? Uh, Mackenzie Davis, and that really kind of was like, okay, yeah, actually, that's that's the only person I want playing. Uh, Nara Burns. I had Chloe Grace Moretz, maybe, and again, if we could go back in time, maybe like a young Charlize Theron, um, like Charlize Theron, circa twenty-five to thirty, maybe. But uh, it, Mackenzie Davis, I think, just like is perfect for it. All right, I'm gonna firstly stop the South African erasure going on here and just call her Charlize <laughs> Theron, which is her real name. <laughs> Um, sorry, I'm just kidding. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't erase my culture, you guys. Um, it's just funny, like, everyone calls her Theron here, and I'm like, that's just so far removed from what I know about people growing up in Benoni. But anyway, um, uh, my pick was actually Victoria Pedretti, 
again, just casting all my girl crushes. Uh, because, okay, here's my description of Nara Burns, and if you don't know who she is, look her up. So you will get, like, a sense of her face and what she's done. But Nara Burns is, like, seems like a big softie, but is actually pretty tough and a very skilled pilot, right? We know that about her. Uh, she loves her teddy bear. That part for me is a little bit weird, but I think we could work it into the show somehow. Um, she really loves her family and Venusian sunrises, and she's very, like, Midwest girl next door, but with a bit of an edge. So, I don't know. I felt like Victoria mm -hmm. Pedretti, again, I think she's a really talented actress. Um, she's been in The Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor and the TV show You. And she's got that kind of, like, soft appearance, but then she can be really, like commanding um when she wants to be i think so yeah that was my number one pick i like Mackenzie davis but i feel like she's almost like too tough for Nora fair. burns fair uh okay she of jennifer like, lawrence here also i put jennifer lawrence I, as a backup but i think she might be i don't know victoria pedretti for me strikes like the perfect balance of like girlish <laughs> like girl next door kind of uh femininity with a kind of like sharp uh edginess so someone someone get j-law on the phone and tell her that we need her to be the understudy for this in case the other person goes south okay <laughs> absolutely exactly i'm sure i'm sure right. i'm sure she'll agree to it totally <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh the uh my my list uh i had zendaya on it but i think she's a little too young Maybe, maybe not. Um, how old is Zendaya? Karen Gillett. Hmm? Sorry, uh, I was I just looking up like, how old she is. Maybe, maybe mid-20s. She's 25. Maybe, okay. Maybe, yeah. Um, Karen Gillian. Um, let's see. What what would, she, what would you guys know her from? Um, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I recognize oh, her. I just looked her up. Um... What's the sin that she's in with the rock here? Uh, Jumanji. Oh, okay. I still haven't seen that. It's actually supposed to be pretty good. Uh, I believe yeah. it. Uh, yeah, she's she's. Oh, I don't know. She's not like Oculus. Hmm? That's where we know. Oh her my from. god! Yeah, she is an Oculus. Yeah, I can see that. Yes. Oh, she's Scottish too, huh? Yeah. Uh, Oculus is a phenomenal horror film. Also, if folks haven't seen it, highly recommend it. So we haven't watched then, your Marvel movies, but we'll watch any horror film that comes out. <laughs> yeah, your Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, it does not matter what it is, we'll watch it. <laughs> and and my, my last, but, but was top pick when I first made my list, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Also, again, maybe too, looks too young, but could probably, like, I don't know how old she is now. She's 17. She's maybe either. Oh, she's, she's only 17? Yeah. Yeah, which is why really? the way people talk about her sometimes is a little bit weird. But according uh, according to, I don't know, the Google results, she was born in 2004. So I was Jesus. in my first year of college. So, <laughs> holy shit. So yeah. fucking old. Yeah, so so so. so so take take her off the list. I don't I don't know if she could really pull that off. Yeah. Uh, Zendaya might be able to do it because I could actually see Nara being mm. between twenty and thirty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Karen Gillian and of course the lady from the Terminator. Uh, Mackenzie Davis. Yeah. 
a lot, a lot of, a lot of very good picks for her. Yeah. I like, I like Victoria Pedretti. I would have never thought of her, but now that you brought her up, good pick. Yeah, good pick. absolutely. I should have been a casting director. Like that should be my job. It's just my job is like just well, judging, just, gonna... just judging other people and putting them in movies. <laughs> I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna use this podcast episode for my resume <laughs> <laughs> and, and my new career. <laughs> We should just open okay. a, a casting company. Uh, I mean, that's how it works. I'm right? sure it's that's really easy to get into that industry. 100%. <laughs> really easy. Are, they're union, aren't they? <laughs> they I feel like I feel like everything in Hollywood is union. I feel like there is like a. I feel like you see like a like a set of letters after the name of like when you see the casting directors in movies, but probably anyway. Probably. But uh, right. let's come so to we the. Gotta... We got the big three now. Yeah, we got the big three, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with JT, um, and man, so many Lots like he's he's not so specific that um you can't use a lot of different people, yeah. but like you definitely need a certain gravitas for JT. Uh, you want to start with your list, Kevin? Sure. Um, I see. So. Uh, at first, I was like, okay, kind of struggled a little bit, and then like a uh, few different names popped into uh, my mind. Um, first off is Chris Pine, actually. Um, yeah. Who you know played James mm-hmm. C. Kirk uh, is phenomenal in Hell or High Water, which again, if folks haven't seen, like cannot recommend. Like watch that movie tonight. Hell or High Water is amazing. And so some kind of combination of his James Kirk plus. Um, you know, who's also the namesake potentially of JT Marsh. Uh, and then also his character in um, Hell or High Water as like a older brother trying to rein in his like wild younger brother as they go on a bank robbing spree. Uh, I think, and he's got like, he's got like the kind of hard eyes. He looks like a, you know, like a leader. I think he would be really strong. And then if we wanted to also kind of just, you know, cast somebody, you know, like upset internet uh, racists, uh, I think Yaya Abdul-Mateen actually would make a phenomenal JT Marsh. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be super, super strong. That was the character that I had him for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can, for sure. Absolutely. Uh how about how about you, Lexi? I see you have a you have a you have a pick here I've never heard of, but I'm I'm actually like vibing with it. All right. Now that I look him up, because well, okay, so some context. Yeah, my notes for JT: driven by sense of responsibility and duty, natural leader, also has a sense of humor, not a total square. Um, although you wouldn't necessarily know it by looking at him. Paladin vibes, but in a good way, right? That's like JT for me. Um, so I'm actually start with my number two pick. Because his jaw is very square, Henry Cavill. <laughs> you could you could grate cheese off that thing. <laughs> oh my god! Right? Sorry. Also, we're watching The Witcher, so I guess like again, yep. kind of like a Mayanna Burris or whatever. Like this was just a okay, yeah, Henry Cavill. But because Dave, you and I, I think we chatted like a while ago about how uh, JT has that dream catcher on his wall. <laughs> yeah. And so we were kind of like. Uh, were you also trying to look for like Native American or Indigenous? I did, actors? and I, I, I couldn't find any. Like the only thing I could find was this one movie that I watched like over the, I think it was like two years ago. It was a great zombie movie where like a, like group like a group of First Nations people found out that they were like immune to the zombie virus. Awesome. <laughs> what is this? And movie? I was just I like, this. I, I was just like, give me every actor from that. Yeah, wait, what is this movie? 
I can't remember the name of it. Hang on. Okay. Uh, see, Native American zombie movie. Blood Quantum. Blood Quantum. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, we need to watch that. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. I really liked it. <laughs> cool. Um. So I I like the cheeky name of that movie. I don't know. I want to hear your actor picks from that uh, quickly before I give my my pick. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, my well, I don't have I don't have any Native Americans on my list because I don't know any Native American actors, um, and like all the popular ones like Russell Crowe, uh, Gerard Butler, Henry Cavill. Mm. Uh, I put Joel Kinnaman on for JT as well. And uh, Jiman Hansu. Jiman Hansu. If yeah, is that how you say his name? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he, I love everything he's in. Yeah. Every role he ever plays, I'm like, this guy is phenomenal. Why isn't he leading more things? Yeah. I know, right? He's so underutilized. Like, I feel like his like his role is like the aggrieved father in uh, Blood Diamond. You can mm-hmm. kind of like pull some of that out for JT. Yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, that would, he would be a really good pick. Um, and that and that voice, mm-hmm. that smooth, <laughs> buttery voice. <laughs> lead me, lead me, JT. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, what, what was your last so one? So, going on our weird fan, I don't know what would you call like a fan retcon that JT might be. Um, Native American or Indigenous American person. I found an actor called Martin Sensmeyer. He's of mm-hmm. Native Alaskan and like German descent. Um, he was in the Magnificent Magnificent Seven, which I haven't seen, but he was also in Wind River and Westworld. And just like looking at some photos of him online, I was like, okay, I could see him taking on this role. Um, he certainly has the look of jt marsh in my opinion like if you see photos of him smiling he looks maybe a little bit too friendly for jt but in photos where he's really serious looking i was like okay yeah i don't know i've got one in particular where he's on a horse and he's got like a mohawk um and i was just like yeah this guy looks fucking perfect and it would be nice to kind of retcon the character in that way (laughs) yeah yeah i i I almost disagree with you on the smile thing because jt is super friendly and approachable yeah he's got a great smile I know. Well, that's. I put the two pictures together for you, so you could see like the two faces of JT. Yes. <laughs> that the the left the so so the, it's those obviously this is a audio podcast, but Lexi has two pictures of this guy, and the left one is JT killing someone, and the right <laughs> one is JT like meeting you for a drink. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. We should post these on our Instagram even, uh, just so audiences can see. Uh, but yeah, I like I, I I like this a lot. I think he's got the good look for it. Um, yeah, Martin Sensmeyer. So look him up if you don't know who we're talking about. I guess he's not that well known. He hasn't had like a leading man role, although he's been in some great films, obviously, um, in television. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of I like the idea that J- JT's dream catcher is a little <laughs> <laughs> cultural. I don't know symbol or something. Yeah, I'd be here. Yeah, I'd be really here. Also, you know, just getting a First Nations person uh, cast right. also would be pretty rad. Um, right okay cool so so now now we're on to the two characters that i i really think are the two most important characters in the series um mar marsala is first mm-hmm. and i we, we we talked about this a little while back in december um adam driver 
and Lance Reddick. Those are my two top picks for Marcel. Remind me who Lance Reddick is again. I feel like I know that name, but I am not. Uh, he is. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah yeah. The the wire. Uh, Lieutenant, what's his face on the wire? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. He was also he... for those who haven't watched the wire, he was in like the John Wick films. Mm-hmm. Um, something called White House Down and Fringe, which I've never yeah. watched, but I guess was also a popular show. White House Down is the uh, less awesome kind of... They came out around the same time, the less awesome version of Olympus Has Fallen, which I will stand by as a boss action film in slaps. Uh, he was also... Yeah, he, he also... No, that's not who he played. Uh, video game fans might recognize him as um, Silence from Horizon Zero Dawn. Very good. Very fun. Very good character there. Um... But I think I think either of those two could do a phenomenal job. Yeah, heck yeah, he's got the voice too. He's got that like deep, deep voice that I think would work really nicely for Marsala. Yep, yep. So what do you What are you guys thinking? Uh, so I have. Um, so I was like thinking about this one. I was like kind of leaning maybe Adam Driver, but then I was actually thinking about it. We are watching The Witcher right now, and I think if you just painted Henry Cavill blue. Uh, <laughs> and like kind of maybe degravelified his like Gerald accent a little bit. It's he would make a strong Marsala. Well, because his his Geralt like the voice like the Britishness actually I think is the voice is like the most appropriate thing. Totally, I can see that. Yeah. Well, and for someone like you know your Neo Sapiens, if they're gonna do them right in this show should be really tall. So it's probably going to be like his face, like a, like a Thanos kind of thing, like where it's like his mm. face basically just like, fo- like not Photoshop, but uh, CG'd onto like, you know, basically a, somebody in a motion capture that then is blown up to bigger. So it's like, it's really just going to be his face and voice, I think is Marsala. And I think like the voice, the voice nails it. His eyes, he has his like, kind of piercing eyes, I think would work really well. Um, and he's just got kind of that, that sort of stoicness uh, as, as Gerald that would, I think, portray or would cross over really nicely to Marsala, personally. Yeah. I can see it. I can see that. Um, this was the one where I had Adam Driver as like a potential, just because he, I don't know, he's got that kind of tall tallness already i believe he was yeah. actually also a marine i think so <laughs> somehow like that makes him appropriate for this role um and also just he's got weird features which not that like all the neo sapiens have to have weird features but i feel like he would he would look good in some weird blue makeup um and then obviously also i know this actor's come up like multiple times because we've cast him in potentially multiple roles yeah but yeah yeah abdul mateen the second um yep again i think he could capture a little bit of, um, well, not a little bit. I think he could capture Marsala's like pragmatic, loyal, misunderstood but well liked kind of character. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you have written here also, but he already played a blue guy, so I don't want to typecast. <laughs> but, I mean, we know he, we know he can, he does he can go blue. He does blue well. So. <laughs> we know he can go blue. But, you know, he might not want to be stuck playing blue characters for the rest of his career. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you really don't want to wind up in the Blue Man biopic that's eventually going to come out. Blue Man group, rather, my bad. But, yeah. anyway. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Uh, so, I, you know, we've 
our, our list for Marsala actually seems pretty small. Um, mm. That's that just I think leads us to leads us to a good good strong suggestions there. Uh, anything else for Marsala from you guys? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Uh, then our last one, Phaeton. Yeah. Uh, so I had um, uh, Jason Isaacs. I was trying to think of like, I yeah. kind of immediately went to like evil British men. Um, and he plays like blonde bad wizard in the Harry Potter movies. I can't remember what his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like, and then he's also in like the Patriot and stuff. He's like that, just like British actor, piercing blue eyes, always plays a villain. Although allegedly he's like the nicest guy in the world. Um, I think like would make a really strong Phaeton. Yeah. Yeah, I can't actually argue with that because my mind also went to like who's like an older British actor who can have an evil vibe, and I thought Jeremy Irons, but now that you've said Jason Isaacs, I'm like, oh no, this this guy's it <laughs> for Phaeton. Yeah, I like I like I, I had Jeremy Irons as well, and I, Isaac is better is a better choice than him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm kind of here yeah. for the um, Jeremy Irons, but like I I will never ever be able to get the D and D movie out of my head. <laughs> which is like 90 minutes of just him clutching his stomach and grimacing and making weird noises. Uh, and it's, it just, it, it, has, it hasn't ruined Jeremy Irons for me, but like, man, what a shit movie and what a shit performance. It was just fair. It's not his fault. He was working with just like absolute dog shit. Uh, well, you know, script again, movie. Case in point, when people roll their eyes at like Kristen Stewart or whatever, it's like, okay, but you can have really good actors like Jeremy Irons in a terrible role in a terrible film, like not yeah. doing a great job. You can have Ewan McGregor playing a very, sorry, again, I'm sorry fans are going to hate me, but like a very two-dimensional um, like character in Star Wars. I don't know. I always think like Ewan McGregor is an in- incredible actor, but like everyone who was cast in those episode one through three just... God, they had dog shit to work with. Like Natalie yeah. Portman has never been so flat, right? So like if you have a good script and you have good directors and good production, yeah, you can make it work. Yeah, for sure. But so, yeah, I think Jason Isaacs, uh, he's just, he does evil menace so well. And yeah. 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 The, the only, the only place that I think Jeremy Irons might be able to do better than him is when Phaeton really genuinely starts to go crazy. Right. He could almost just switch him out, put Jeremy Irons in. Once he, once he gets auto mutation syndrome, he auto mutates into Jeremy Irons. <laughs> uh, the only other person I had was Michael B. Jordan, but mm. I, I, I think I think Isaacs is a better choice yeah. than him. He's he's he he can bring an older kind of more uh, pained presence to Phaeton. Yeah, yeah. I think you need someone who's in their middle age for Phaeton for sure. You know, if it takes us 20 years to get this off the ground, maybe Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Michael, Molly, <laughs> Molly, baby, Molly, what's in it? Millie Bobby Brown will be old enough to play Nora Burns by the time that happens. Oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys see the new Space Jam movie? No. no. Oh, my God. There is. So, spoiler warning for Space Jam 2. <laughs> there is a fucking joke in that movie where. I think Bugs Bunny or someone says, hey, guys, I found Michael Jordan for us again. (laughs) And they pan over and it's fucking Michael B. Jordan just looking really confused. Like, why am I here? That's fantastic. (laughs) That's really nicely done. Oh, Uh, man. Well. Well, so I think we got our cast. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
this was <laughs> let's make it happen really fun uh and you know folks so we would love to hear from you if you have uh casting decisions if we overlook somebody and it's just an egregious oversight please uh let us know yeah uh be you know we'll mention them uh maybe on the next episode if you if you get them to us or you kind of post on the facebook or something uh yeah we'd love to hear from you guys too that would be great yeah <laughs> All right. Well, on that on that note, I hope everyone's having a wonderful New Year. This should come out sometime in the ne- sometime in January, and uh, let's uh, let's keep it going. Yeah. 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 Well, are, are we at our one year anniversary yet? We're yes. past it. Yeah. Past it. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. This 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 will be the closest thing that releases to our one year anniversary. Well, hey, happy happy birthday to us! Yeah, we've been we've been doing this for. You know what? I actually feel like we've been doing this for two years now, because of COVID. Because of, because of COVID. Um, right. <laughs> not, and that's not that's not like a bad thing. It's just like, wow. COVID's yeah. <laughs> done weird stuff to time. It's really it's sort of in some ways compressed time, in other ways sped up time. It's made time feel kind of like a weird slush at other points. Like mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, especially in the depths of like quarantine when every day was the same for like a long time when you're especially you have to work yeah. from home it just yeah it's a weird experience at time who knew yeah yeah all right anyway so yeah thanks for listening everyone we wouldn't be here without you well we might be but we'd just be talking <laughs> to each other uh, uh happy new year which is fun in itself <laughs> yeah yeah, happy new year everyone and uh stay safe. Yeah. Bye. 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 Squad.